Welcome to More to Come, PW Comic World's weekly podcast on graphic novel and comics publishing, recorded at the PW offices in New York City. I'm Calvin Reed, Senior News Editor of Publishers Weekly and Co-Editor of PW Comics World. Check us out at publishersweekly.com slash comics. And I'm Heidi McDonald. I'm also co-editor of PW Comics World, as well as the graphic novels review editor for Publishers Weekly and the editor-in-chief of uh, The Beat at ComicsBeat.com. Find me on Twitter at ComicsAce with an X. And I'm Kate Fitzsimmons. I'm the podcast producer. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this podcast on, um, on iTunes, and we're on social media at Facebook.com slash PWComicsWorld. And on Twitter, we're at PWComicsWorld. This week on More to Come, everything... Probably more than you actually want to know about Captain America Winter Soldier and uh, its complementary um, series on TV, uh, Agents of Marvel, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, um, Wither the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And by the way, if you haven't seen Captain America the Winter Soldier (laughs) or S.H.I.E.L.D., spoilers beware. Barely. So turn this off right now unless you want things spoiled for you because we're going to do it, baby. It's it's our old spoiler podcast. Basically, the entire episode will be wall to wall spoilers. So bail out now. Okay. So, okay, God, where did, now I saw this thing like a, a month ago, so, uh, you know, hopefully I still remember it, but and I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I'll just get that out of the way first. I, I did enjoy it, um, and we'll go into and I am individual the, reasons uh, the why. I am the straggler as ever, because I literally saw it the, this morning at a matinee, and uh, which is great, because, you know, it's only $8 for showing. It's, uh, that never happened I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, if was, you go in the morning. And you go first thing in the morning, but you got to get up pretty early, so, um, well, you, you know. know have a little vagueness maybe in my memory but you know what it woke me right up just perked <laughs> well, me all of those perked explosions. me right up in my seat yeah, <laughs> yeah actually it was the fights i really like the 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 fighting in this but anyway we'll get well, into that we'll get first into spoiler that. i have oh, but wait to wait kate kate oh sorry kate excuse me yeah yes we uh, haven't had your initial oh, reaction well obviously uh i love the movie um I was expecting to like it because I liked the first Captain America movie, and as soon as I heard the title, I knew at least somewhat what the storyline was going to be, and it's a doozy. But I liked it more than I expected, and in ways I was not expecting. Although, what I did not like were a lot of the fight scenes because they were shot in shaky cam to the degree that I could not watch the screen without feeling nauseous. Well, you know, that is uh, something I would love to... You know what, let's circle back around to that because, um, I I, I mean, we all like this. And and I think one of the things that we all responded to is that this was not just another Marvel movie where... uh, It had a vision. It it had a vision, but it just had a different texture to it. It kind of started out like the... The Captain America supremacy, or the you know, it was sort of like more like a spy movie. It had like you know espionage and mystery and 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 different stuff going mm-hmm. on. And I found that. And that when you say you know the like early on, there's you know, we we meet Batrock, someone named Batrock, which of course, if you're a Marvel comics fan, Batrock the Leaper is Batrock the Leaper, who is a crazy Frenchman who leaps around. So that might have immediately made the movie look stupid. So instead, they turn it into <laughs> a French kind of terrorist, uh, played by. Uh, well, MMA. Yeah, that was good because yeah, I yeah. knew he was a Marvel George villain, but I actually Pierre. didn't remember that. He's a mercenary, actually. <laughs> mercenary. He's in the comics, right? Mercenary, and right, exactly. But they updated it, and you know, the casting I thought was great because they oh, had George yeah. Saint Pierre. Oh, 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 wait, let me just let me just say, and uh, and that they set up the first fight where or Captain America's fighting him, and you know it's legit, so it really set up that. Part. The, the yeah. only thing is that they should have just made him Canadian, which he is, instead of saying he was Algerian, because apparently everyone in the French-speaking world laughed their heads off yes. at being told he was Algerian, <laughs> because apparently it is the equivalent 
to uh, saying someone with a very thick Australian accent is a Texan. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I was wondering about that because French-Canadian accents uh, is very different yeah. from, French, you know, yeah. French-Algerian. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, well, I, my only it, – my, my first spoiler is simply going to be – I actually – I mean, to me, it was – Another solid Marvel movie. I, I mean, I can't say that I thought it was some uh, broader vision. To me, I mean, Marvel has just done a really good job at creating really solid entertainment that, frankly, even if you think it's stupid, you don't care. You really think it's well. I think it's, I just think that their things are well done. And even when I, the parts that I'm, you know, a little iffy on, I just think that each of their films fits into their cinematic universe really well and, you know, leaves you wanting more. Well, one thing I liked about it is that it actually addressed some things that had bothered me about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not to mention uh, action films as a whole going the grim and gritty place. Um, you know, there are a number of movies that have come out like, well, for example, like uh, Man of Steel, <laughs> in which um, the creators of the movie felt that because the movie was grim and gritty and going to a dark place, that that meant that the heroes pretty much had a license to do whatever, as long as they felt vaguely bad about it in the end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Whereas this is like explicitly addressed. Yes, the the movie is dark, but Captain America remains... Good. Well, the, yeah, remains a yeah. good person, the, and furthermore, they explicitly address it by having the other characters say, "Oh, well, we need to do insert sketchy thing here because we need to. We live in a dark and gritty world." And you know, Steve's like, "Well, not every dark thing is actually necessary or or worth mm-hmm. or worth it." Yeah, and I I really like the development yeah. of the Captain America character here. Um, yeah. And uh, it, because he, he, you know, started out uh, with the showing him in his native element in World War II and bringing him forward for the first movie. Um, mm-hmm. in, a, in the Avengers, he was played as a straight man where, mm-hmm. you know, he was kind of the old fogey who everybody kind of made fun of. And, and in this film, they kind of picked up from the Avengers a little bit mm-hmm. with that. You know, they had a lot of callbacks to him being out of time mm-hmm. and he didn't know who Marvin Gaye was. And, I like the iPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> the um, iPod sequence, but I thought I, it was clever. Uh, but but and I was sort of like, oh, God, how, you know, this is like a, uh, you know, Jerry Conway comic. They're just hitting you over the head, or, or Jim Shooter. They're hitting you mm. over the head with this every single time. And then I was like, oh, then they moved on from it, yeah. which is what you're talking about. So I really like, I mean, you know, I and have. they extrapolated they did. from it. And yeah. I have, as I watch a movie, I have this question, you know, list of things. And if they go against it, I my heart hardens against the film. And for Captain America, uh, none of the, all of the checks were, were the positive column. I will say a big spoiler up until the end. So what I liked about the first half of the movie was, again, that it was practical effects. It was people fighting. And yes, Kate, mm-hmm. there was too much shaky cam because that's just what people do and it yeah. sucks. Well, no, but that, it was worse than usual. Can I, can I, de- yeah. I want to yeah. depart from that because I like the fighting. The shaky cam doesn't bother me. I can see where it would bother other people, though. I can understand yeah. that. Yeah, it's a personal but taste. You know, I actually think actually that a, the fighting a physical nausea thing. more than in general uh, was effective. It was. I it thought was. it was we'll very effective and effectively shot. Yeah, and it just was... And it, and the well, it was good it was, fighting. Yes, it yeah. was. And it was important because it wanted to... Play, we should also mention that the Black Widow, played by Scarlett Johansson, is a huge role in this movie. She's really the co-star and co-adventurer yeah. with Captain America. And 
Uh, you know, she and she does, has her own story. She arc. has her own story yeah. arc, and she doesn't have superpowers. You know, I mean, Cap is strong and all that, but I, it really established them physically in the world yeah. because yeah. you know these are not superheroes who take on, um, you know, uh, guys with la- you know Galactus. They don't fight Galactus. They don't fight people with laser beams shooting out of their eyes. Um, so, at least not alone. Not alone, right? And so I think it was they that mm. Marvel so okay, smartly in this picture. Yeah, they really <laughs> kind of set this up in a way of like, oh, this is going to be about real life things. This is going to be yeah. about pl- well, you know, it's true plausible as far as it goes. Threat for the super for the super And so that was like the yeah. first two thirds of this movie. You know, they introduce uh, uh, Anthony Mackie as the Falcon, which I again really huge. It was props. great. It was yeah. great, and I'll tell you mm. why. Again, in the comics, the Falcon is this you know African American dude mm. who flies around. And you're like, that would look really stupid in a movie. And they introduce the character, make you like him. They give him yeah. a great background as having was been fighting effective. in the Gulf War. And then suddenly they bust out this scene where he's got these these steel wings and flying around. And it's really stupid. Yeah. But because you're invested in him at that point in the story, you're just like, you know what? That's yeah, it works. Cool. It works. It works. And, and they, the one, okay, most of the movie, in my opinion, was not very good looking. I feel like because they were like, well, it's gritty, so let's make it visually ugly. And uh, I I didn't like, but the wings were gorgeous. Yeah, they were. They they realized that that would be if there was anything that was going to lose suspension of disbelief, it would be those wings. And they put in the effort, and they looked real. Right. And and uh, you know, so but just continuing my my uh, story, Eric, of having just seen the movie a few hours ago. Uh, I like I said, I liked the first two thirds. I really liked the way they were mm-hmm. setting it up. I liked. I like the espionage angle. I mean, I love Nick Fury has a huge part in this, and and you know a great story arc. Um, and, and actually, a the huge scene, part of the plot. Part, <laughs> he really but does. there's a scene with Nick Fury in his car being attacked in his car. That's like the yes. best thing. Yeah, this is the, amazing. Well, this is what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, this for me was probably the most exciting yeah. sequence in the whole movie. It was that car chase scene. It was really and it wasn't just after it was. Ch- I mean, like chase. It was you're very like, good. Yeah, car gets chased. Whatever, but. When he gets cornered, yes. that's when it gets amazing. And it just got really, it just was so cool. And like it, it, was, it was well thought out it was and very cool. Well a sequence out. that, let's face it, I mean, how many car chases crash of bang-ups as we've mm. seen in, in blockbuster movies? A lot. And I'm telling you, this is one of the first ones I've seen in a long time where I was really on the edge of my seat the whole time. Yeah. Although yeah. I will say, the end of the scene, we're like... Oh, he escaped through a big hole in the ground. <laughs> it was used again in the movie where, but, but you know, where people escape from yeah, certain is. death through a hole in the ground. But you know what? Again, it was so likable that, that, you know, there's also a scene where they go to New Jersey and they find uh, the big reveal. Okay, the spoilers, yes. the spoilers are coming, you guys. And if you're yes. not like me, the, you know, the last person to see the movie, I'm sure everyone else has seen it. But uh, where they discover that Arnim Zola has actually been running a big part of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a long time. Uh, and it was great. They did it in such a cool way with having him. Uh, you know, this is a guy with a big head yeah. in the comics. And they use... Again, well, actually, no, he was the guy who has his head in a TV screen right. in his belly. Right. Yeah. And instead, they were just like, the face on the TV screen thing, good, in the belly, bad. Right. But they <laughs> just make him the computer. But they used it like... They, and perfect. Perfect. I may say, the art perfect. direction, um, recreating that, that chamber yeah. of yes. antiquated uh, computers... I thought it was really mm-hmm. great. Um, and now. I actually <laughs> saw it with somebody who uh, had worked with some really old computers, and she was like, that technology is perfect. Yeah, well, yeah. that's exactly it, it what really, it is. Yeah, no, my, it really I, did. I, I, I mean, grew up in a family where, uh, actually, my grandfather did all that stuff. And so, you know, uh, but, it, but But this, so the one thing I did not like is at the end. Okay, so that's the 
plot the MacGuffin is they have these big three giant helicarriers that it turns out that Robert Redford of all people is going say to it's use, not so Robert is going to use to destroy all these people on he's Earth a and, and 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 you know and, uh, basically is, new... is the plan is to get rid of threats before they happen right by killing people by killing people. them because they have because they're not. Yeah. Innocent, be- as far as he's concerned, right. because theoretically they could be a threat. So, but, so kill them. But so Hydra has, I mean, what we're talking about, Hydra has completely infiltrated yes. S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And, I Th- think and this plays out, another spoiler, on TV Shield. as well. Right. And I think this is a nice nod to the world we're in with, um, yeah. you know, WikiLeaks oh, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. So what I did not like was Cap, Falcon, and Black Widow, and, and Maria Hill are able to go in and replace the computer chips, which are out in the open with no protection or security <laughs> yes, whatsoever, yes. <laughs> uh, so that the helicarriers are not going to uh, Be destroy. Able to target. And then they pull the Man of Steel, and they're like, oh... Uh, you know, targets changed, and then they blow them to smithereens and destroy all of Washington D.C. They don't Probably destroy all well, of Washington D.C. They, They're very careful not they to. Don't destroy, they destroy them. They don't really destroy all of Washington D.C. They don't because they, they only were destroy very careful. One building, basically. Were, yeah, yeah and they basically destroyed the that Potomac. one building. They were very <laughs> ca- like the, the whole point is they're unlike Man of Steel. One, all the civilians are not useless because uh, Steve very specifically is like, well. I should tell S.H.I.E.L.D. that they're being used. And the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents who aren't HYDRA are like, holy crap! And then, you know, rise up as well. And it's very specifically about saving all those targets. It's it's about saving lives and not just some, whoa, HYDRA bad. Um, I mean, it's, yes, it's a movie, so there's a certain amount of hand-waving as to how the ships did not land on buildings, but they didn't. And the only thing yeah. that got blown up was well, the, the shield building. The shield, the shield building. Yeah, which, which they told everyone was going to be blown, blown up. up. Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, I, it's I, a big difference from yeah, Man of Steel. You know what, though? It did fall prey to my, my you know, I had friends on, my, on that Death Star. You know, uh, 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 I, I'm just saying, it was like, to me, hmm. the ending of the movie with everything that would have been said would not have been like, oh, targets acquired, fire away. It would have been, let's land these helicarriers and, you know, arrest, take them. Every, arrest them and mm-hmm. take them away. Now, of course, it made for a more dramatic <laughs> ending. Okay? Although, although, Lots of explosions. Yeah. although <laughs> it was hell. I mean, they put the thought in that most movies yeah. don't. Yeah, okay, but before enough, the enough. helicarriers took off, that's when his announcement about, he's like, you know, yeah. do everything you can to stop these from taking off. Don't get on them. Don't help them. Yeah. They're working for Hydra. So, therefore, you know, the effort was put in to keep, you know, your friend off that Death Star. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and yeah, so, points but, I, but I didn't like when they said, oh, you know, three new targets acquired. Like, let's shoot them out of the sky. I was like, you know, there's going to be collateral damage here. So, but, but you're, you're right. They, 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 they put was, more they effort was, in than usual it, yes, in they that did. general yes, direction. Yes, yeah. they did. So, and um, it is a Marvel movie. You know, I would like to ask both of you, though. I, I, I mean, I would love to investigate more, though, you know, given the secrecy of Disney and Marvel Studios. We'll probably never know the answer to this. But, I mean, you know, talking about the movie looking ugly or grim and gritty and all that sort of stuff. I mean, the rumor is that, you know, they hired directors. Like, this was directed by the Russo brothers, I think, who had only done, like, you know, Ellen or Seinfeld or, you know, some kind of sitcom. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, nobody. I mean, and it was a very accomplished-looking film for novice movie makers. Uh, I I mean, it looked like like it was done by people who knew what they were doing. They just didn't. They, yeah. they just mean, were I, going for something that was unattractive. Um, because I will say this. 
Whoever was their wig designer needs to never <laughs> work again because they managed to make Scarlett Johansson look uh, unattractive and, well, insofar as that can be done. And <laughs> yeah, they made so sure uh, the, the Winter Soldier actor look like he had a rat on his head. And I say this as someone who likes uh, long hair on men and women, but, um, like, that was a rat man. I don't know what made them think that was a good idea. <laughs> Um, I mean, I also, I mean, I'm trying to think. What, I mean, what was it that was so grim and gritty about it? I'm trying to remember here. Maybe I'm forgetting because I mean, they spent an awful lot of time in Shield headquarters, well, uh, which was, is completely pristine. What was the the? Um, and then they everything would, kind of had a gray filter on it. Like and every they were in time, a mall for a big chunk of time. Every, <laughs> everything was. I mean, it was just visually the color palette, yeah. the cinematography, well, it was a and everything. Palette it was color. all very grayish. Yeah. It was but all I, very. But, but you know, most I think that movies look like that. Yeah. No, more than usual. I mean, yeah. I think it was a stylistic no, choice. Was, yeah, and that's definitely. fine. I'm just saying that it was. Actually, what I found really interesting was there was. I thought there was pretty good, like. Uh, romantic chemistry between uh, Chris Evans and uh, Johansson. Yeah. Well, I mean, was I the only one? I mean, I well, thought they I, had I good think, verbal well, play. I, I feel like they they hit the sweet spot. Is this going to happen? In well, a- mm. it, they hit the sweet spot between like obnoxious will they or won't they? Which mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. two people who are not currently in a relationship who do have chemistry. Yeah, yeah who because might when or you're might not have for your life. It just yeah. you know because she's trying to hook him up with, with other the people. other agent. Yeah, yeah, and um, and he keeps like, she it, keeps tricking trying to hook him up with several different women. Yeah, and uh, he keeps putting her off. Jo- I thought that was a nice subplot. It was cute. Yeah, and so yeah, I fun. mean, I really got the feeling that it could be like we see in the comics that they are, and that they will always remain um, friends who are a bit attracted to each other but never act on it. Or they could get together. Either would work without going to an obnoxious cutesy place. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you know, you could buy them as two very professional people who are good at what they did who liked each other who were attracted to each other who might or might not act on it at some point in a very like real way yeah. like you really got that they liked yeah. each other that they understood each other as people and that they were a little attracted to each other in a very natural yeah. feeling way without yeah. it being too yeah. much you know just to throw in here the previous movie directed by the russo brothers was you me and dupree oh so, dear um you know this uh, is interesting <laughs> what yeah right okay. <laughs> okay so so but i mean I, you know a lot of times the it doesn't always work out but in this case but it I, did but i'm just saying it's like there's actually very little that the directors on these movies do because apparently the second unit and all the special effects are done by the same bunch of people so that's yeah. why there is well, a very cohesive look to all the marvel universe uh, cinematic but universe but even movies. so i mean that doesn't mean the director has very little to do it just means that he doesn't have they don't have much control over the look right. but somebody had control over the look and whoever somebody. that was went for the if we don't uh if we don't light it in a colorful way if we light it in a, a gray way that will give it the grim and gritty well, somebody look approved of those wigs oh so. i know and whoever it is <laughs> had a sense of humor so, you know what i maybe i had a sense of humor i think we might have a little investigation of our own going on well here, let me so. ask you guys this what do you think of the captain america uniform now this is like an iconic uniform they obviously can't really do the comic book thing well, they, anymore they, but they, they got rid okay so yeah. what they did something very interesting in the movie because basically well another thing is is this is their subtle way of of making you have to buy more Captain America action figures if you're a little kid? <laughs> um, is that he goes through two Captain America uniforms in this movie, yes, he does. and yes. will be in a different one in the next movie, yeah. um, in which he starts off in one that's a 
sort of similar to the one in yeah. Avengers, but a darker blue for mm-hmm. nighttime. And then, um, basically, after everything goes to hell with S.H.I.E.L.D., he doesn't have it. Yeah. So he's like, well, okay. And so he steals his old uniform from the Smithsonian yeah. and wears it because yeah. he's Captain America. Captain and so then, then he's wearing the old uniform. <laughs> and I think for much of the movie. And Stan and Lee I, is so fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and I think, I, another spoiler, but go on. Yeah. And I think, I, I do think part of that was that a lot of people said that they really liked the visualization of the, univer- the uniform in the first Captain America movie, and the one in Avengers was not so great. So I think this is their, their way of getting him back into the popular old uniform in yeah, this movie and giving them a transition to the next movie. Which is probably going to have more of the new one because I I mean the the ending credits I thought were simply a commercial uh, for the Avengers. It was for the Avengers and for the new uniform because it's an animated figure, but it's all really based around the the new. Yeah, oh, it'll be a new uniform, but it's not going to be the Avengers era uniform. They're they're doing a completely new one that's different. Because yeah, it's one of those things that that you know just keeps getting getting fussed with because it, it's very yeah. it, that it's a hard note to hit. It's a yeah, hard yeah. Note it's, to hit. But, I, but actually, my point is that I think they've probably. I mean, I think they've hit kind of a sweet spot. I mean, it's it's weird um, that you know the, the the classic Captain America. It's on a page of ink. It does and not paper. work so it works well just in fine. person. But yes, but trying to put that into a live action movie is just simply it's not going to work. Because mm-hmm. um, it was not designed by people who designed costumes uh, in the real world. It's a, a you know, a, David Mazzucchelli, the terrific comics artist, I remember talking to him once and we were, we were going to a Batman movie. This is a guy that did Batman year one. Yeah. And he says, you know, you, know uh, you, you put an actor in a superhero costume in a movie and it's an actor in a superhero costume in the movie but a superhero costume in pen and ink on the page looks amazing it's real Mm -hmm. yeah he's right well I mean I think some costumes translate better to the real world than others and it's the cowl it's the cowl that makes it very hard to get Captain America to look right on the screen and so they've had they've had differing levels of success with different incarnations of the uniform on in the, well, you know, I think the they've done pretty good, actually. And I, mean, and I think, I think they, all things good. considered, they've done well. And uh, certainly what we saw in this movie, especially through the second half, was particularly good. So, the TV show. So, so yeah, I was so going to say, so the, the, one of the things that this movie did genius was was tie in I mean at one point they just say oh yeah it's Stephen Strange you're like yep there's the Doctor Strange movie coming in yes, about five years comes. well yeah and, but I mean they, they and, can or they, like, they can just throw yeah, that out they, there and, that, and if know, it is it is if it isn't it's, it's it like, isn't. oh is this one of Stark's things I mean it yeah. was great and one of the ways that it really tied in was with the much discussed on this podcast at least Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, given how much well, they're Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and S.H.I.E.L.D. just got supposedly taken down although you know, it's made pretty clear at the very end of the movie from Fury's behavior that there's going to be, you know, a super secret surviving S.H.I.E.L.D. somewhere. And so, of course, that's what the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on the TV are going to yes. be. Yes. So, so but, they, they go through their own reveal of uh, right. what's happened to so Fury they, and S.H.I.E.L.D. So they, yeah, they, they hear what happened with Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. But instead of it just being... um some red shirt who turns out to be Hydra. <gasps> it's Agent Ward! <laughs> no, <laughs> <Where are you? laughs> and now, 
No. We knew he was a snake, or Kate we, did anyway. Well, no, I mean, I, I, <laughs> we I never liked Aiden Moore. I, I never liked him, but uh, I was thrilled to find out that neither did the show. But a lot of people, given how much the, she, the show sped up and improved once Captain America came out, a lot of people feel, and there, how many filler episodes there were, a lot of people feel like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. might have been a much better show had it started as a mid-season show and only maybe had like five or six episodes oh, before boring, Captain I'm America. Oh, those so well, No, no, I mean, there were, there, were, there were about five or six non-boring episodes and the rest were kind of, that's so Coulson. So, so if they had just had those episodes and then Captain America, it actually would have been a much so, better so, show. So, no, I haven't had a chance to watch these S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes, although I will as soon as I go home, but, but I did not realize that Hulu Plus does not have a search feature. Um, so, oh, really? so bad on you. But, uh, anyway, so now, did you guys feel that this was, you know, did this suddenly make you sit up and say, oh, you know what? I, I like this. Now, Kate, you've liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right along. Well, I, so I've liked so it right along, but I've had issues with it. I've had, I've, I think Calvin as well, mm-hmm. have, have yeah. had yeah. positive but conflicted feelings. Yes, exactly. Um, but it certainly improved it vastly. Did it wipe out all my issues with it? No, but 90% of them just by making Ward evil. And then <laughs> yes. everyone right. else being like, he's evil. And everything like was suddenly clear. And it was, it was beautiful. I just, I sat on the couch that night. <laughs> I sat on the couch with this look on my face like... See, it, 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 right before his latest gentlemen, the is, power of negative thinking. If this ever needed to be a video podcast, yes. this is the moment, people. If you could see the look on our Kate's face right now. Um, I mean... It's as if she had ice cream, looking at pictures of cats on the internet. Yeah, I mean, I mean yes, it's, yes. it's like I saw a magical vision. Because <laughs> because usually, usually with shows that you have a few issues with, there's that one thing. There's that one thing, that character they seem to be in love with who you just can't stand, and you know they're never going to going to get rid of him and you know he's never going to die and you know you're going to have to put up with that annoying little twerp for the rest of the show but then for the first Turns time he's actually ever seen he's the yes, evil yeah. traitor and and like obviously this means obviously he'll be conflicted and blah 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 and probably he'll die heroically but who cares he's not a regular on the show we're not supposed to love him we won't have to put up. well i haven't seen the very last episode that the broadcast. So I, I don't know. I was sort of on the cliffhanger where um, uh, what was Sky was heading off with him somewhere to um, yeah to, where, to, where un, to un, Sky has figured unlock out the unencrypt the, uh, hard, the drive. hard drive. Sky as okay. So Ward is Hydra, but he manages to not inform his coworkers of the fact that he is in fact Hydra. Yeah, and so he needs to get all the information that has been saved that they don't want Hydra to right. get. And Sky and Ward have been really kind have, of like Sky, Sky getting closer Ward to... Sky and Ward have been, have been like flirting. Doing, um, the, doing the thing. But uh, basically, he comes back and, and, you can, and he tells his, his Hydra master that he's, that he's going to emotionally manipulate her into giving her, him the yeah. uh, hard drive. And so they're flirting, and he's coming on much heavier than he ever did before. And Skye doesn't suspect he's evil, but is just kind of backing off. And like, you know, like, our entire organization has just blown up. Maybe this is not a good time to start a relationship. <laughs> um, Maybe it's the best time. And that's what he says. I, I, that's I, what he says. Uh, and and she's just like, oh, yeah. mm, 
know. And so then she's just like, yeah, I, I think I need to go get some air. She leaves. She finds the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that Ward killed. She realizes that Ward is Hydra. And then she realizes that since there's no one there to back her up, she has to fake it and not let him know that she knows that he's Hydra. Yeah, but so Sky then, can do it. She's she badass. Can, well, no, yeah, yeah but, then, but, then, but that starts then the whole, like, psychological chess game where, like, I know that you know, but you don't know that I know. <laughs> and so, meanwhile, we have to, like, flirt with each other and pretend we're still attracted to each other even though now we know even that we're on opposite sides. me out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, uh, so I guess... So I guess my other question, which I don't know if, uh, you know, the producers, you know, to be fair, said all along when everybody was complaining about that. So Coulson was saying, you know, we got a plan. We got a plan. We got a plan. Uh, you know, okay. But the thing is, I like they really did have a plan. Or okay. We, I think they knew mm-hmm. because they had to have had the script for Captain America way in advance. Right. right they right. knew this was going to happen. But I don't think that knowing that you're going to have something awesome happen in the last five episodes of your series excuses having ten episodes that are totally boring. Um, well, I think they definitely knew. I mean, if you look at how they oh, put they this knew. together, they they've knew. planned this thing out. They had to have known just for the time scale. Right. But let, let me ask you this. I mean, it, it was noted that before, even before this happened, that suddenly they were doing things like, you know, bringing in... Bill Paxton, I mean, and bringing in Sif was in there, Lorelai. I mean, all of a sudden, like, you know, for the first few episodes, we were all complaining, like, you know, is this set in the Marvel Universe or, you know, the Sweet Life Universe? I mean, it's so boring, or, you know, Hannah Montana, because it's so boring and there's no Marvel people in here. And, you know, so I, I think I, they heard some complaints. I mean, I don't, I do think they, they brought in more marvel things because they're, they got some complaints, but... I do think they were planning this like yeah. big reveal all along, of course, because they of knew. Course. They yes. knew. Yes. Um, you know one th- th- how they knew. Uh, one thing I th- th- to change, the fight scenes got better in Shield. Then this last, the last yeah. two or three, they were I, I, much better. Well, I they I, were Man from Uncle bad in those earlier scenes. Oh, they I were mean, worse than Man from Uncle. I watched Man from Uncle. They're worse than that. <laughs> so um, they went I watched from, it when it first came so out. So they went from <laughs> Sunny with a chance to Manix. I <laughs> yes, yes, well, exactly. I, I will, yes. No, I will say that uh, probably because the actress is quite good. Uh, the Melinda May character's part in fight scenes were fairly decent. Everybody else was bad. Um, but I really feel like, to a certain degree, they were phoning it in for a large chunk of the season because they're like, well, we haven't gotten to the cool bit yet. And you well, can't do that. You can't do that in a show. It's probably true because there were some pretty bad yeah. episodes. In I, think, there I, sure. I think they just did. I think oh, they was like, well, was once we sh- get to the big reveal, people will like it. And that's true. But you hemorrhage viewers mm-hmm. if that's you can't make the show good all the show long. also had, I mean, it could go back and forth within the same episode from like oh, a yeah. pretty good sequence to a completely well, awful sequence. I will say this. I uh, I think know, they know it's crunch time now, right. though. And that's I, started it good. Watching, I started watching Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. and was like, you know, what the heck is this? And even though we recorded every episode, like you know, we quickly <laughs> deleted them in favor of favor of Tosh Point O and um, <laughs> the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, that's a critical dismissal. Well, exactly right. And uh, don't but, get me started, but, on Tosh. But it didn't. It only took a couple of episodes for me to almost not quite as much as Kate, but certainly almost as much to share her her glee at you know Asia Ward's perfidy I mean they certainly you know I mean I understand you know TV now is all about this kind of experience uh, where where not only do you watch the show for an hour but then you tweet about it afterwards and you, you go on the message yeah. board and yeah. you make you know you make gifts about it and yeah. then you and, read and, the recaps and then you read the recaps <laughs> oh for some of us it's always been like yes, that yes 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 <laughs> but um 
Well, you know, the networks earlier, are just noticing yes, it. Yes, yes, exactly. So, so I mean, I, I can see how, you know, if you had been uh, loyal to the show, uh, the big reveal, the big change, the big tie-in would be, you know, a p- good payoff, you know. And I think you're right about them, them phoning it in, though. I mean, I think they I, saw, I think they you could have it, had the payoff yeah. without having the phoning it in. Yes. Although, you know, if they only had enough story before that happened for half a season, they really should have started mid-season because I don't know what they were doing. But... I mean, but they they had some real plotting issues. I gotta say, as see the uh, Lady Sif episode in which she comes in, she says Lorelai has the ability to control any man ever, and they have no shortage of female agents. Do they only send in the female agents? No. No. Do they even give the male agents like earplugs? <laughs> no. <laughs> they could have given them earplugs. Earplugs and the earplugs could have fallen out, but they didn't do that. They just had them be like, yes, she can control any man ever. Let's send in some men. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't even. So, yeah, they do. They were sort of plot holes are us. I hope that now that they've, like, hit the real show, they'll stop plot holes are us-ing. But, um, you know, well, I mean. That was a little Disney Channel. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that is the. Like, it's so That's so Disney Channel. It's like, gee, guys, this woman's dangerous well i can stop her you know i mean honestly that would have happened on any of the disney kitty shows i've just been referencing and throughout well you know it uh, would have been so easy to fix it's you know a pop culture tv show so well no but but you know Uh, what i watch a lot of pop culture tv shows and even the crappy ones usually wouldn't have made that mistake but it's also like you know the the, the the pop culture i mean it's like the the stakes are raised now yes absolutely breaking bad raised the stakes then true detective raised well yeah or even if you're not playing the breaking bad and true detective game i mean there's enough blockbuster style pop culture out there that you know you don't automatically get viewers anymore just for having it as witness you know what happened to battleship if you put out a good piece of pop culture like avengers that's well made even as it's a boom yeah, sure blast mm-hmm. thing you get a billion dollars and if you make battleship nobody goes to see it even if it's got explosions yeah but you know i had friends on that battleship so, you know, I mean, you know, every battleship is somebody's baby boy. Well, know? I, 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 I know, but what I mean is it's a lot less forgive. You can't just be like, well, it's pop culture and it's got explodey things and it's not deeply well, profound. Yeah, Therefore, yeah. we don't need to make it with care. You know what? Because you can't get away well, with that anymore. Right. You know what? This is a supposed I, well, to... Well, I will say this. I think you can still get away with it in broadcast well, TV. It's a lot harder. It's yeah. a lot harder to do it on cable, but it. But yeah. I do think on broadcast TV you see some pretty crazy. You know what? Plotting. This is supposed to be a shorter version of our, our podcast, but you know what? I'm going to throw a curve at both you guys. All righty. Because uh, what about now uh, another big, huge development in the uh, filmed entertainment section of our universe? Is that DC finally got off the pot? You know, everybody's been saying like, "Crap, or get off the pot with your superhero movies." There, they're finally like, "Oh, we are making a JLA movie in 2018, and Zack Snyder will make it." But, yeah. but here's the thing: yes, they have said we are making a JLA movie, and it's taking place five years from now, twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of like, well, we have heard this before. I will believe it when I see it. It doesn't seem to have this nine, master plan. What about the nine movies they have in the pipeline, like Fables and The Metal Man? Well, I mean, 
Metal men for serious? Yeah, yeah, metal yeah, men? Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't. Okay, I can't say my thoughts on this podcast. I'm sorry, you guys. Well, first of all, I, have, I like I have metal a, men. Are they too foul? No, no, no. I, I have, I have a metal if they man. Can bring, if Marvel can bring Ant Man back, I'm sorry. Lame. Lame. Uh, oh, then well, we can well, certainly I, bring back. Yeah, with Edgar metal Wright. Men. Hello. Well, Edgar Wright is different. I mean, believe me, that's made it interesting to me. But, but I mean, as a character, Ant Man, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I actually agree with you on the Ant-Man thing, but um, I actually have a Metalman conspiracy theory, which is possibly too hot for radio. No, come on. Come on, Kate. Okay. Yes, oh, that's just Okay. It's You're podcast, like, not radio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, here it goes. There have been several attempts by DC to to um, bring back the Metalman, and at least two of them were written by Dan Didio, <gasps> which makes me think that he really, 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 really loves Metalman, even if Could nobody be. wants Metalman, which is probably how there's a Metalman movie. I loved Metalman when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Metalman are bad. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, usually behind the curtain, there's someone who really, really loves that obscure property if it just won't go away. In this business, that's definitely the case. Well, uh... You know, I mean, let's just put it this way. I don't think Metal Men would be the first uh, DC project that we'd all jump up and say, you know what I think they really need to do yeah. to compete with Marvel is to make a, a Metal Men movie. No, uh, that not. would not be the first. But, well, um, we'll, see, we'll see whether it ever actually happens. Uh, you know what? I'm just looking here. They said they had nine projects in the... In the uh, they had Metal Men, Hundred Bullets, Fables, and Shazam. Those are the ones yeah. they actually mentioned, and five others, five other films. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, you know, I I, I think I, there was a lot of. I mean, one of these things is not like the others, right. and it it ain't fables, right? But uh, the uh, you know, there's been so much coverage of how DC Warner Brothers, how Warner Brothers needs to catch up to Disney because Disney, uh, you know, and Captain America too could have been just a throwaway cheesy. Mm-hmm fight scene movie and instead yeah. they up the ante yet no, more they, so so i mean so so Warner Brothers has to do something so do you think i mean it, it sounds like kate you hadn't re- read the whole story about this but i mean does this plan that they have announced uh, well they did a lot of interviews mm-hmm. with diane nelson she came out of her shell and and you know jeff johns has talked about how he's the new warden but uh you know so it kind of was like oh well you know we've all been saying like like you know should get off the pot but they're me. not really but they're not really talking about a shared universe are they I mean, they're talking about individual films. I guess so. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, one of the things. Where I, I mean, besides the care they put on the individual films, I do think they're the shared universe. The shared really universe helps. is working. It, it really is working, mm-hmm. and it really, it really makes you wonder as you're watching a movie how this is going to fit into the next movie. I mean, it has to be burning them that they can't use Spider-Man. That Fox still has a hold of Spider-Man. Because, still has well, you know, Spider-Man. they say that because they don't have the X-Men. They just went ahead and boosted the Inhumans. So. Well, and also they made a special deal involving Pietro and Wanda by not making them mutants. So therefore, if you don't use the word mutants, you can use the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There you go. The twins. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean... But, I mean, they had to do... A lot had, of IP rights going on here. <laughs> but, I mean, the characters that they do have and that they can control... I mean, they're using them really effectively. They're using them really well, and they're linking them yeah. really well. And they're drawing you in the, into the next film before they've even so made what it. Do you, so what do you guys think that, that Warner should do in response? Well, I think what they need to do is they need to to um, link make good universes. Movies. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, look. I, but I mean, they, I think they need to make them with care because yeah. they put all their all their eggs in the Superman and Batman basket in the past, and so now 
finally they're having Superman and Batman meet up in a movie and they're throwing in Wonder Woman and that's a very good start we can say whatever we want about yeah, the casting but that's a good start right. and a cyborg then with, has been announced for and, the beginning of the film also and yeah. then they need to build on it yeah. they, they need to have you know that uh, Wonder Woman or Cyborg or somebody from movies different movies meet each other and so that you feel like it's a shared universe and if they start making shared universe movies with care then they will win if they will lose if they try to make everything like Batman because they Batmanized Superman and uh, don't get me started on that because we already have two podcasts of me being started on that. <laughs> and I'm afraid they're going to Batmanize everyone else. And you cannot have an entire universe of Batman because You mean the grim and gritty to dark world? What, what do you mean, I mean the Batmaning of I everything? mean, okay, so they decided that the way to sell Superman was to make him as dark and gritty as Batman right, and as full of angst. But if they make also make Wonder Woman dark and broody and full of angst and then they make the flash dark and broody and full of angst and cyborg dark and broody and full of angst there will be no but i'm curious what is the alternative i mean i it's interesting you've said this a lot but how can you really make a a superhero movie today i mean you really can't make it sunny and cheerful well okay okay calvin did you not calvin did you not watch the marvel movies they managed to give them each their own personality but you said the marvel movies were grim too no 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 she said that captain america too had some grim was and it had some grim moments and it was fine but thor the dark world hold on let me just say something thor the dark world was totally like a little kitty movie i mean that one really set my like I mean, I enjoyed it, but I mean that. Movie, I didn't see the Thor movie. Yeah, so, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, then, but, then, then, then you, which I wanted right, to, but I didn't. But if get you it see those, and Guardians the of the Galaxy is obviously yeah, heading towards yeah, comedy. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but I mean, but not only that, but they allowed. They didn't feel the need to. You can have your universe be a dark place, as see Captain America too. Hmm. While while the characters each rem- contain their own worldviews and personalities, yeah. not all of which are. I am full of personal pain about my dead parents and angst. But they did that to Superman, and I'm just saying, like, if they think that making your protagonist really dark and broody is the way to sell a superhero movie, and they do it to the entire universe, it won't well, work, because you know what? it will lack well, contrast. The, the problem and is, it will lack the, the problem yeah. is that they tried that, they tried to do what you're talking about, a Green Lantern. Yeah, and it was well, yeah, but now. the because, problem with Green you know, Lantern was that it was not a very well written movie. Well, the problem was not well, that it, it, it had there were even more problems the than that. But that's, was that was the main problem. Was the number one problem. So. It was. I mean, if you but remember also, I mean, the one reasons why they're making dark and gritty movies is that fans want dark and well, gritty no, movies. Well, here, no, here's what I they want: a dark and gritty Batman, Calvin. Well, I'm not sure. sure they so here's want the thing: dark and I gritty everybody. You're, you're, I, mean, I I've forgotten so. what what was the take on Superman the last one. I actually it don't even remember. It was super dark. It was really. Bad. I mean, I know that, but uh, I can't remember. You know what, did first, I, did it, it make money? Yes, uh, it yeah, did. I can't it did remember. Well. Yeah, yeah. So but, it was right, what I'm saying is, I didn't really think it was that bad. Okay. Okay. One, I I think it was bad, but. Two, um, <laughs> the thing that. is that it's, yeah. it's all very well when you have make an individual character dark. But when you start to build a shared universe, that means that you start to have characters interacting with each other. And you start to have stories about groups of people, which is what people like about superhero comics. And Marvel has done that very well by allowing each part of this universe, each of these characters, to have their own personality yeah, and their yeah. own draw. And if... 
you take if you're the takeaway you get from movies that make Batman Batman is that everyone should be Batman that starts to fall down when you have more characters. Well, you know what? Listen, we're going to... We'll there's, see. There's definitely a lot more there's to come a lot on yeah. all of this. <laughs> but, like, you know, the great... It turns out the greatest battle of our times is not between any supervillain and superhero. It is between Disney and Warners for the soul of the superhero film. So, anyway, well, that, I think... Actually, I, the, the greatest battle is for us keeping these podcasts I know, right? under 45 okay, well, minutes. This is the end of our... <laughs> well, our well we're only at 44 now. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. you know what? I think we should all wrap this up. And as always, there's... More. Two. Come.